Hello and welcome to another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast where we experience and explore everything that makes small towns great. I'm your host Abby and today we are going to be talking with one of the owners of a brand new bar and a brand new experience that is opening in downtown St. Cloud. By the time this episode comes out, the place will be a week old. It's Wits Craft Beer. It's a self-pour beer experience. What's really cool is that it is self-pour, so you're kind of your own bartender when you go into this place. You get a special bracelet, and that allows you to try any of their 40 taps that they'll have. It's a really cool place, and I'm super excited to experience it for myself. We got Gene, one of the owners, to tell us all about it today, so please enjoy our time hanging out with Gene from Wits Craft Beer in downtown St. Cloud, and if you can get there to check it out yourself soon, you definitely should. We'll start with you giving your name, where you're from, and what you do. I'm Jean Hartley, and I am co-owner of Wits Craft, which is a self-core tap room in St. Cloud. Um, my husband and I live in Zimmerman, but we thought uh, St. Cloud would be a great spot to open up this new concept. And what a new concept it is. When I first saw the headline that a self-pour tap room was coming to the area, I just sat there and I'm like, how is that going to work? <laughs> yeah, it's really neat. I'm really excited about it. And I think a lot of people will really like it. So um, it's opening week for you guys, right? You're open Friday the 13th? It is. Yes. It's been quite a rush to get here, but we're excited that the day has finally come. Yeah. I can tell you a little bit about how the actual process works when someone comes in. That would be great. So they come in and we card everyone who wants to drink any alcohol and you'll need a credit or debit card to open up a tab, but you don't necessarily need to pay with that. So first we'll slide your card, your debit card or credit card to open up that tab. And then we'll take your ID and check that and then scan that as well. And then we'll do a wristband for you that we'll activate for initially it'll be 37 ounces worth of beer or an equivalent amount of wine that you know, obviously has a higher alcohol content, so you don't get a whole 37 ounces of wine, but then you go up to the tap wall and you choose whether you want to do taster glasses, which will have uh, little sets to carry those as well as like chalkboard markers where you, so you can write on there so you know which ones you've tasted. And then also regular size glasses, including wine glasses. And there's 40 different taps and you can go up and decide what you want to taste test. You pay by the ounce. So you can pour as little of, as an ounce or less. I don't know if you'd get a good taste with less than an ounce, but, <laughs> but you can pour as little or as much as you want. And what you do is you tap your uh, wristband onto the little Witzcraft logo and the machine will light up. When it lights up green, you're good to pour. And of course you tilt your glass and, and fill it as full as you'd like. And then it tells you how many ounces you have left that you can pour. Each one of the screens has a description of what's what's hooked up. And so you can read about the brewery, you can read about the alcohol content, you can read about like what the description of this particular beverage is. And so you can get a good idea, you know, whether you want to try that one or not. And then after you're all done, you come back up and turn in your bracelet and close out your tab and you can pay cash or you can still pay with that same card. And then your bracelet gets deactivated and yeah, come back the next night and do it all again. 
That is so cool. I'm a huge Disney nerd. So this reminds me a lot of like the magic band concept of going down to a resort where you just tap your band and then you do what you need to do. And I think that's just so futuristic and so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's really exciting to be able to just do it on your own, which is because then you can pick and choose. Yeah, definitely. So how did you guys come across this concept? Well, my husband was in Florida visiting his sister and she owns a coffee shop. And he said, you know, let's go to a brewery. We really enjoy going to breweries around here in Minnesota. And she said, well, there's not one for like a good 35 minute drive. And in our entire relationship, you know, 25 years together, we have talked about opening businesses repeatedly and we've never found quite the right one that we wanted to do. We've thought of lots of different concepts and looked at a lot of them. So this, of course, got him thinking because he isn't the greatest fan of our Minnesota winters. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's like, oh, I could put a brewery here in Florida really close by the coffee shop. And then he started researching that and finding out how much work it really is to brew your own beer and to all the cleaning and all of that stuff that goes along with it. And in that research, then he found the company called I Pour It which there are a couple of companies that do this concept, but iPorit is actually a U.S. company. And so that was really important to him. So he started talking to iPorit. And, you know, Minnesota is quite saturated in breweries. So this actually seemed like a really great idea to get people to try breweries from around the state that maybe aren't close to them. But yet, you know, we could have a huge variety as opposed to, you know, sticking with one thing like brewing our own. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because you guys, how how many taps do you have lined up? I saw yes. the picture of like the behind the scenes plumbing before you put up the walls. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what are they putting in there? <laughs> yes, there's a lot. So we have 40 taps and three of them will be dedicated to wine. Two of them are dedicated to nitro beers. And if later those are not popular anymore, we'll switch over to sparkling wine or Prosecco, that kind of thing on those nitro taps. And then we'll have all the rest of them will be a variety of beer, cider, seltzer, sours, you know, all the different kinds of, you know, flavors of beer, sort of varieties of beer. Um, So people can have a a wide selection to choose from. Everybody should be able to find something that they like. I was just thinking that because I have a group of friends where some of us like craft beer, some of us don't. We all kind of have different palates. And this is going to be a great addition to the area because if if it's between wine, nitros, craft beers, there's going to be something that everyone in the group likes. Yeah. And, and that's where we also, we, we love the concept of also sticking to just craft beers. Like you're saying is like, really focusing on Minnesota brewed beers. We'll have a few from outside the state at later times right now. They're all Minnesota ones. But, you know, as we find, you know, different breweries that we want to work with, we'll we'll be also bringing in beer that's not necessarily from a local distributor, places that either that self-distribute. So we'll actually go get it and bring it to St. Cloud so that we can share that with everyone too. That's cool. So what's the journey kind of been like to decide what goes into your 40 taps? Are you guys going out and meeting with these different breweries yourselves? Is there like a distributor list you can pick from? Yeah. So we have done a couple of events over the last several months. There was one called Brewology that was down at the Science Center in Minneapolis. And we, I think we met with like 30 or 40 different breweries and talk to them about what we're doing. And of course had a taste test while we were there. 
And then there was like the Cider Fest in St. Cloud. I think that was last month. And um, check that one out. And, you know, just, of course, we've gone to our gone to breweries ourselves. And so there's, we just have our favorites there as well. We also had a couple of weekends where we went to the store and bought as many craft brews as we could from <laughs> different places. And we had friends and their friends come over and just taste test and tell us what was good, what wasn't good. My husband and I aren't really big fans of IPAs. So we're it's really hard for us to gauge, well, is this a good one or not Right for that in particular? And so we had people who were like, that's their thing. And they came and gave us great information. And you know, we used some of that information to come up with our original list. Of course, also with what was available from the distributors that are in our area. And so we hope to see it keep changing and have people tell us what they like and, you know, make recommendations for us. Um, our staff is going to be wandering around the room the whole time trying to get some feedback from everyone about what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. What does staffing a place like this look like? Because, I mean, you think your typical going out for a couple drinks experience, there's someone behind the bar tending it. What does it look like when it's self-serve? Yeah. So we'll have one person, of course, kind of manning the register and you know checking people in and doing the bracelets or the wristbands and that kind of thing. And then we'll have someone else who's basically traveling around the room, helping clean up glasses, answering questions, and then also, you know, monitoring the tap wall in case anyone needs help with anything and, you know, making suggestions too. We're not like setting, you know, I, it's, I've seen it so many times now where places that don't usually ask for tips are asking for tips. And so for our tap wall, you're pouring your own beer, you're pouring your own wine. So we're not asking for tips for our employees. So we're paying them a good wage so that they want to stay and that they want to do this. And hopefully they also really enjoy talking about the different drinks that we have on the tap and, and getting to know the community and what their likes and dislikes are. That is awesome. I love to hear that because you see it online a lot like, oh, we're paying our people a decent wage. So then tips aren't encouraged. It's huge over in Europe. And it's nice to see it coming to our local area here in St. Cloud because people deserve a living wage. It's that simple. Yes. Yes. Very cool. So you guys are going into this super cool historic Whitney building. What's kind of been the remodel process like for you guys? Oh, it's been huge. Of course, when you have an old building, you have all kinds of little challenges. And then, of course, because we had to do some stuff, there's, you know, new regulations that come out continually. So we've, the building originally just had one bathroom. So even one toilet. And so we've had to add a couple of bathrooms. And so we'll have one designated women's restroom, one designated men's restroom, and then we'll also, and also both ADA oh, nice. um, accessible. And then we have a third bathroom that is just going to be, it's a little bit smaller, so it's not ADA accessible, but it is a unisex. So whatever anybody needs to go <laughs> wherever. And then we had to add some, some plumbing because we have a dishwasher, et cetera. But this used to be an art gallery. And so there wasn't a whole lot of all that kinds of stuff in there. So we added all those. And then of course, this ginormous cooler to hold all of these kegs of beer. And I'm really excited about how it all looks in there. It's beautiful. The original flooring is still in there from when the building was originally built. Some of the original metal tiles are still on the ceiling. And we're trying to keep it simple for our decorating. We're going to have a lot of photos from St. Cloud from the like early 1900s. Ooh. And we'll have some pictures from inside the Whitney building back in like 1910 or so. So I'm excited to get all those still aren't up on the wall, but I'm excited <laughs> to get them all up there so everyone can see what it all used to look like. 
That is so cool. I love that you guys are tying it into the historic aspect of the downtown area because it is iconic and it's nice to see new things go into these buildings, but it's also cool to see the respect for the past. Yeah. And the the building had been remodeled a couple of years ago um, by the new owners. And one of the things that they had done was put A.G. Whitney's signature on the window. And we wanted that to absolutely stay there. So that's still there. So I'm guessing the name Witzcraft came from the building? Or was there a different story behind that? Largely because of that. And of course, my husband loved the play on words. And then it falls right in with us opening on Friday the 13th. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) So you guys are getting set to open. Uh, What do you got kind of planned for opening weekend? Mostly just figuring out how to do everything. But later we do have things scheduled such as a musician is coming in to do some singing and playing and all that good stuff. We'll also have music bingo and we will also be doing trivia. Oh, fun. Lots and of good then, stuff you know, happening. Also, those ones will all be kind of regular, like weekly. Each one of those will come through. And then, you know, we'll have some other around, you know, whenever it suits to have someone else come in, we'll do some other event, like maybe the the painting and sip night kind of thing or yoga in the morning before the tap wall opens, different things like that. Plus, we are going to do like a once a month tap room takeover. And for that, what we'll be doing is having a brewery come in and bring like four or five of their kegs of particular things that they want to talk about. We'll hook them up on the tap wall and give them, you know, a half hour to an hour to chat with everyone that's in there and tell us all about their brewery and their process and why we should come visit them at their spot. That is so cool. Is that something that you guys are going to be offering to like places that are a little bit further to drive or you just kind of local with that? Yeah, a little bit of all of it, right? Whoever wants to come in and, and show off a little bit. I love that. That's so great. I'm just so excited for this new concept to be coming to our area. I'm excited that you guys are, like I said, respecting the history of the area, but bringing some new life to downtown, which is so desperately needed. And I'm just so pumped for this. Me too. And I really appreciate the chance to talk to you and to tell everyone about it. Yeah. So if people are looking to follow your guys' journey online, where should they go? Uh, Right now we have a Facebook. It's Witzcraft Beer. And I just started an Instagram, so it doesn't really have anything on it quite yet, but that's also Wits Craft Beer. Okay. Well, go follow it anyway. Things will be coming to it. <laughs> yes. Yes. We do have a website and of course our beer listing will be on untapped as well. So if there's a particular brewery or beer that you've been looking for, if you, I think if you're a member on untapped, you can put in there what you're looking for and it'll pop up to alert you when we have it. Ooh, that is something cool. I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, it's a great system. Well, anything else we kind of didn't cover in our conversation here? We are hoping to be, you know, a family-friendly environment. We are ours generally Monday through Friday are going to be 4 p.m. to 10. So we're not going to be open late. We're, it's not going to be super loud in there, at least not for music and that kind of thing. If everyone gets a little talkative, that's fine. But um, you'll be able to talk to each other instead of yelling <laughs> across the table. And it's going to be pretty bright. Like, we're not going to make it dark in there like a bar either. We're, we're going more for that. You know, let's, let's have conversations and hang out with people instead of loud music and, and noise. I love that. The older I get, the more I like when I go out, I'm going out with a group of friends and I want to talk to them and I want to get caught up. I love the fact that I will be able to actually hear them. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have um, board games and stuff too, if people want to do that. And uh, like chalk markers, if you want to draw on the table or if you're playing a game and want to keep score on the table, <laughs> you can do that too. Oh, that's so fun. And of course we do have non-alcoholic drinks in a cooler as well as some snacks like pretzels and uh, whatnot. So very cool. Well, like I said, I am just stoked for this place to open and I will definitely be there sooner rather than later because I want to pour my own beer and I want to do the wristband thing. It just sounds like a great experience overall. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Small Town Tourist Podcast. Please leave a rating and a review of this podcast. It really helps out in the algorithm. If you're looking for more content from the Small Town Tourist, don't forget you can follow on Instagram at the Small Town Tourist. The blog is thesmalltowntourist.com. And if you know of something cool that you think I should check out, send me an email, abby, A-B-B-E-Y, at thesmalltowntourist.com.